listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up baby, Cool Truth, AEW Dynamite Review, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, I'm AC, with me, the one and only White House. What's up, what's up, what's up? How we doing, Mr. White House? Oh, very good, brother, very good, very good. Favorite night of the week, Wednesday night. Not only for AEW, we do this podcast, so very excited. I'm looking forward to getting into the show, but uh, no, everything is good, good, and good. <laughs> Baseball is coming back. Uh, we'll see. They're working on a couple. One thing is just, all they're working on is trying to get the length right. And if that's the only thing they got to work on, then, then good times ahead. So I'm very, 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 very hopeful. Very, very excited. All right. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm, I'm down on it, so I'm going to reserve judgment. <laughs> but uh, I, I got to say, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Wednesday night is the night. Um, yes. I'm to the point where I enjoy the podcast more than the wrestling, but we'll get into it. <laughs> Last couple of weeks, yeah. So anyway, before we get into the AEW, I, I know you caught a little bit of it. Uh, New Japan returned, yeah. which which is nice considering they've been charging us this entire time. But, uh, you know, that's rather here nor there. You know, I just yeah, had to throw that out there a little bit. Uh, but uh, they returned New Japan Cup, uh, a couple of shows here. I've watched a little. I know if you've watched a little. Yeah. Uh, literally no audience, not even wrestlers in the audience. Um, and for the New Japan Cup shows, uh, they did they did like a the first – the first day show, they did the English commentary with Kevin Kelly, and then New Japan Cup shows they didn't, which is interesting to me. Um, I don't know. I'm having a hard time getting into it, to be honest with you. I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, I think that the bracket that's going to play out this weekend is a, a tad bit better than what we saw earlier in the week, which which might add a little. Um, I thought it was kind of funny when they would like have these intermissions and have like the young lions with like these, these yeah <laughs> these uh i i they look like ponchos <laughs> and yeah, yeah. masks and they're like wiping the ring and wiping the railings like we get it we get it i mean i know they're trying to be safe and give you the right optics and all that but i thought it was pretty funny um so it'll be interesting uh you know, I guess we'll touch on it as we go here. If sure. it gets really good, maybe we'll do a show. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if we're to the point of doing a show, but um, it's it's very strange uh, now that I haven't seen wrestling without anybody in the crowd in a while now. Probably since uh, shit, you know, one of the WWE shows from a while right. back. Yeah, you know, just just that little bit of crowd noise. Um, and then go going to silence and like grunting and then and I'm not trying to be rude. This is how it sounds to me. Uh, right. 
Uh, it's just very. It's 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 just a tough watch and a tough listen. And it, it's kind of strange because back in the day when I first got New Japan World, and you'd watch like the World Tag League or something, like you'd get the big shows and you'd get English commentary and everything else. And then as you watch the league play out, you would get that. I mean, there would be fans, of course, but you would only get the the, the Japanese commentary. And as yeah. you're kind of watching it play out. Um, I wouldn't be as locked in as as I was, but I would still like if there was there was a I would I would kind of cherry pick matches instead of watching the whole show. But I, I guess with the fans there, it wasn't as obvious. And now that we've been so used to getting New Japan with English commentary all the time, to go back to that is like like I don't know. It, I don't. Know. It's just a tough watch for me. It is a tough watch, you know, because at least you know give you in this day and age. Give me subtitles on the bottom. You know what I mean? I don't even think do that's. That. I don't think that's enough, dude. Dude, you want to sit there and watch a match and no. read subtitles at the same time? But like, I'm that's just not... saying, if that's all you can do, then I'm okay with it. But the fact you're not giving anything, and especially if you look at it, I'm not saying uh, us Americans are the majority of your um of your subscribers, but I guarantee you we're a big chunk of it because of. Well, it's, it, it, and, well, it's it's and Jericho. It, it, it's Jericho. An, it, well, there, well, there's it's, enough. There's enough American subscribers that they hired an they hired an English announcer. And you know, not I, only not only just not to cut you off, not only just, but if you were to rank the announcers right now, Kevin Kelly, if he's not one, he's one. He's number two. As a I, as as the the play by play type guy, he's, he's yeah. one. In my opinion, absolutely. He's one. He's Absolutely. one. Yeah, I think he's won by a lot. That's oh, my opinion. God, you know what I mean? So you got the best guy in the business. So why aren't you using him for whatever reason? I don't know. But, 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 I don't understand. Here's what, So I watched the first night of the Cup. Before I flicked on the June 15th show, that was kind of like I don't, whatever they're calling it. Um, and I watched the first night of the Cup because I was like, I'm just going to jump to the Cup. And then I saw the, the June 15th show, and it said English commentary. So I watched the first night of the Cup first without seeing that. So in my mind, I was like, well, you know, maybe it's COVID. Kevin Kelly couldn't get there. You know, who knows? I know he's from New England here in the yeah. United States, so maybe he's stuck right. here. But in my mind, I was also saying, like, dude, they don't have anybody in Japan that can speak fucking English and do commentary. And then right. and then to find out he's there and not doing these shows, like, I, I, I just don't understand that. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And you're trying to make a I big want some yen back, States. bro. I want some fucking <laughs> yen back. Yeah, and it sucks is because it took I'm not saying it, it didn't take all my win out of the sale because I pl- I do plan on watching catching up on it. It's just I'm gonna watch it. It took a little bit of win out of my sale, you know what I mean? It's because you know, I, I'm excited for the cup. You know, um I think it's good that it's back, it's finally back. It's another another wrestling outlet outside of AEW, mm-hmm. you know, especially yeah, I'm not, Japan. I, you know I, I mean? watched I watched NXT. Uh, I have not been watching WWE. I thought NXT was pretty good. Um, but I'll say this, and, and I mean this sincerely. If Ibushi loses to Jack Sabre Jr. in the first <laughs> round, I'm out. I, I will not watch another fucking match of that cup. So I don't I care. It. I take it Ibushi's your guy for the tournament then? No, 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 no. I just hate Zack Sabre Jr. 
He doesn't. Right, Ibushi that. doesn't have That's to win it. I need to bring it up. That's a given. Ibushi yeah. doesn't have. Ibushi doesn't have to win it. I'm just saying is if he loses the Saber Junior, no way. I'm out. I don't care. Well, I'm out. Outside of Ibushi, here, here's my here's my here's my thing. Outside, it, it would have the only the only saving grace could be if Tai Chi beat Tanahashi. Then I might still watch. <laughs> so who's your guy? I mean, outside of, I mean, outside of taking Ibushi or. I, don't, I haven't or, I haven't looked into it that much. I mean, who, who's your guy? Who's I your guy? Uh, hang on, let me look. Let me look at the let me look at the uh, the bracket real quick again here. Uh, I, I got my guy. I got my guy, and you're not going to be surprised. Yeah, Sonata. There you go. He's not that's winning, but I, I knew that's I knew you'd sleeper. pick Sonata. Yep, that's my sleeper. Listen, got, here's the other, here's the other thing too: is can we can we get Yano out of it? Can we? Can we get, like, Please. Do, get do I need? Do I need? To, do I need to watch Jado versus Yano? I mean, <laughs> oh my god! Frank, Frank, I, listen, I don't need. You know what? I don't need English commentary. What I don't. What I really don't need is to watch Yano. That's what I really don't. Right. Need. Right. Right. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. We got Ishimori, Minoru Suzuki. Not an Okada in the finals. It's not a going over Okada. Kanemaru. I mean, they, I, literally, if you're looking at, like, like, okay, like, I mean, could you make this a little more obvious? All right, so you got <laughs> Maccabee, Suzuki, Ishii, I love Ishii, but he won't beat Okada, uh, yeah. Desperado, no. Yano, Jado, yeah. Hanma, I mean, they, made, they made it easy for Okada. Hiranu Takahashi. I mean, Okada's facing Jado. In the, I mean, right. I, yeah, he might lose that one. Okay. Uh Nagata, Minoru Suzuki. So you're probably going to get Minoru Suzuki versus Okada, which will be which will right. probably be a very good, very match. entertaining, very entertaining. And, you know, and I hope neither one of them lost because I didn't watch that night yet. <laughs> but uh, we'll just anyway. Right. Uh, right. Yuimura, Kamaranu, uh, Gabriel Kidd, and Tazi Shimori. I mean, if if Okada does not come out of that side. You know, maybe Ishii, maybe maybe Minoru Suzuki. I don't know. I doubt it. But then you look at the other side. You got uh, Tanahashi. It's 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 stashed. Tanahashi, Taichi, Ibushi, String Bean, Saber Junior, Taguchi, Sonata, Sho, Tagachi, Tenzan, Yoshihashi, Yo, Bushi. Kojima, Evil, Haruki Goto, and Yujiro, Ta- Yu- Yujiro Tanahashi. Like that whole side, I can't. It's I don't know. Stocks, I don't even man. know how to pick. I literally could pick five guys on that side. So Good. I would. I would say Okada will come out of. I, I would say Okada will come out of the bullshit side. Is I'm just going to call it the bullshit side because it's bullshit. Right. right. Uh, I don't agree that Sonata will win. With you, okay. I, I don't agree. That's fine. Okay. It's okay. Um, this is this is my this is my time where, you know, like I said last you know last fall, you know, I wanted Sonata to take that next step to get in that spotlight. Here's the time. This could is be. the time. I mean, you could be right. I just don't think he will. No, no. But this is this is my thing. Is I just want him to have that. that oh, spot. this is this is this is so tough. This side. Um, because you could easily see Ibushi do it, or Tanahashi, or Tanahashi. 
Well, I figure they're gonna. I'm go- gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go outside the box, right. I, I, and almost along the lines of you. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Yujiro Takahashi. That I have no problem with that. That because I, I, I he it, this is a guy who needs he needs it. I mean, he could be huge. He, I mean, he was he was on the rise. He was, you know, great matches. Everything else, he gets his neck broken by uh, broken. Dragon Lee of all yep. people um, right. at the Cow Palace show, and then yep. he he comes now back like a ball. Now he's on a run. He comes back like a ball of fire. I mean, yep. this I, I I literally when he did his excursion in the U.S. Uh, N.E.W. used him a lot. Um, I was at a lot of Ring of Honor shows when he was doing his run with Ring of Honor. Yep. Dude, this. There, whatever it is, this dude has it. He has. So it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go outside the box with him. Right, but right, I right, got to be honest, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if it was Tanahashi, Ibushi, Saber, Sonata, or him, or I mean, or shit. even Evil. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Evil. Yeah, it could be a lot of guys. I mean, where's where's, where, where's NATO? Guys. NATO's not in there. Huh? Well, they fight NATO. David oh, that, that's right. Cause, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that that's, that's, that's the jewel. And that's why I don't mind. That's why I got Sonata. You know, I like that little story they could do. And they could do the same story with your guy. You know, so, yeah, no, it, it makes, it's a good, it's good. Yeah, one. yeah. That's absolutely. a good pick. That's a good pick. I, I don't think Especially I'll be right. on right now, dude. He's a, dude, he's it, dude if, it's, if it's fucking Sabre Jr., I'm going to lose my shit. Uh. <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, Dynamite. We're here to do AEW, so let's do Dynamite. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I got a lot to get into. I don't even want it, it, if I give you my overall thoughts about this show, it's going to turn super negative. So I don't I don't want to do that yet. So give me your thoughts, and let's just start with the first segment. We'll go from uh, there. And whenever I, I'm good, I'm going to lose my shit at some point during the show. I'm warning everybody already. Like you've heard me lose my shit in WWE and other various things. Especially for you new listeners from uh, from uh, Retromania, every now and then I lose my shit, and I feel like tonight it's going to happen at some point, and I just don't want to get there yet. I, I, you know, I just let okay. it build. It's a, it's a slow so, burn. It's a slow burn. So, slow burn it. All right. So let me try to be positive to try to help ease that a little bit. <laughs> I liked it. There was things I liked about this week better than I did last week. Okay. There are some things that still I have questions on, on where they're going, but... Like the tag team ranking system? I mean, I mean, yeah. is, that, is, that, is that still a thing? Do we have a tag team ranking system? <laughs> but all in all, I thought it was a good show because you're setting up for Fighter Fest, and if that was their goal, is a setup for that two-week two event, uh, I thought they did a good job doing that. They sold on a couple things. The, the cards looking uh, after tonight. After tonight, you can see the cards starting to stack up. I'll give you. I like I'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'm one. digging I, that fighter fest, man. I'm the, the, the card, the the overall card for fighter fest, I don't think is a problem. I think it'll be pretty good. It, it, listen, we're it, we're not paying for it either, so that's even better. Um, even if we were, I don't give a fuck. Uh, just give me a good wrestling show. I don't care. I'll pay. Right. I don't give a fuck. Right. But uh, I don't know that. It's, my problem is not with the card. I think AEW is pretty good at putting cards together. It's all these little things that are just, it, it, you know, for weeks we brought up 
little things that were like here and there and this and that, especially before the COVID lockdowns and we were talking about big things and, and, and kind of gaps and, you know, I just, I, it's becoming very apparent that they had a plan before COVID lockdowns and their plans got blow up, blown up. I get it. Then they had the TV tapings and it just seems like there's a lot of guys that carry them through those TV tapings that are like, eh, over here now. What the fuck is that all about, bro? Yeah. And we'll, and we'll, as we get through the show, we're going to get the various different guys that, but it's, it's more than one. And there's some, and there, as we get through segment for segment, I'll kind of try to give my input of where I think there, there's issues. But it just seems like, it was almost like, all right, we're going this way, COVID lockdown, reset. Okay, this is what we're doing through COVID lockdown. Okay, we're, we're, we're back up live. We got to get through the pay-per-view. We got through the pay-per-view. And now it's almost like, I'm not saying a complete reset, but it's a lot of a reset. And I understand they've added some big names into there. But there's some guys that were doing some really good things and carrying this show for weeks on end who are just like, eh. No big deal. That bugs me. But we'll get to the first yeah, one. Yeah, one specifically sticks out that, that bothers me, you know. And I'm sure we'll get to that one. But, yeah, there's one specifically that comes on my mind. And it's like this is... Uh, if, if we're talking about the same guy, let's just wait till the end of the show. Because I literally... It, it was it, The reason I say that, it was building with me through this whole show. And it plays into what we talked about on the pay-per-view pre-show. And yeah. why I went the way I went. And I think we're both talking about the same guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah and anybody are. anybody who's listened through that, and even our, for, and basically our pre-show through now has been on Retro too. So most of the listeners have heard that. So you guys could probably guess who I'm talking about, but we'll get there. I don't want to, I don't want to go there now. I want to wait, I'll, we'll wait till, towards the end because I, I, I literally was waiting for something that never happened again. And it drove me crazy, but Let's go to the, yeah. That drove me crazy too. But, but there, yeah. to to be fair, there are a couple things they did on the show which I was pleasantly surprised with, which I never thought I'd be surprised with. And I've had friends text me about it who who actually differ with me on it, which is pretty interesting. So I, I you know what, if if you got comments, Twitter at AC Cool Truth, you know, shoot us a line um, where we talk about things. If you agree, disagree. Open to any commentary. Send me a DM. Send White House a DM. We could always talk about at, it. Yeah, I'm at Yankee Fan 1327. Feel free. Yeah, hit uh, us up on Twitter. Yeah. Leave a comment. You know, and listen, don't like you, something about our say. You know, and, and away, honestly, if you, we throw people on the show all the time, so if you engage, if you engage and you ha- and you have good points, whether I agree or he disagrees or we, whatever. We will gladly bring you on the show and debate it in a nice way, in a, in a, in a positive way, for sure. But let's go with the first segment. Uh, I mean, they went right into a match, which I thought was good. You know, you didn't get any videos or anything. You got, you got Omega Page versus Natural Nightmares. Titles are on the line. Um, I that like ranking how they system, the show with baby. This. You know, I thought it was a decent match, but I thought it was predictable because we knew we knew the bunny Allie was going to come out eventually. She did, and well, that uh, wasn't the most predictable awesome. part. The most predictable part was that Omega and Paige were going to win. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I and, even, and, and, and the other predictable part is where are these rank. And, and, and I'm going to throw a shout out to my boy Diamond Dave Rosenbooth kicking out of two podcasts on Retromania Two. We we were talking about this earlier in the week. Like, what the fuck is up with this rank? If, listen, if you if you if you're not going to do a ranking system, you're not going to follow it. Just don't do it. I don't care. I don't need it. It is a sports centric. It's fucking pro wrestling. Just have pro wrestling show. Just give it an entertaining, nice, beautiful pro wrestling show. I don't need a ranking system and everything because they, nobody ever follows it, and AEW doesn't follow it either. They, there, you have teams that are literally, literally supposed to be the number one teams. When when did Dustin and and QT Marshall get in line for a fucking title shot, bro? Now listen. Have have a match and just say it's it's a match it's a warm up match whatever you know uh, Hangman's knocking the rust off still not wearing his mask eat his ass but anyway there he is he's there Hangman's back you know he's not drinking beers right now but he's he you know he's there he's he's not gonna rust off we're having a match okay cool but they called it a title match why why you you have teams wrestling for number one contender. With a team that's the number one contender on the same show, and you have a team that's not even in the top five, you have the team that was the number one contender before this team became the number one contender that finally came back. That's with the Dark Order that had a little segment where they walked out with Brody Lee and you know handed some kind of paperwork, which we'll get to to uh, to Cole Cabana, who's terrible, and and uh, and and had something with the girl, you know. There's no rhyme or reason. This is what I was talking to you about with with going with the the six-man tags and blowing up the tag team division. There's no rhyme or reason to the tag team division then. You've had no rhyme or reason to it all the way through these COVID lockdowns. Now you get to it where 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 you're bringing in new tag teams. Here you go. You have your your, uh, situation to bring the pecking order to light. And just when... I'm debating with friends of mine about about uh, ranking systems and everything else. You give a team that has no reason to get a freaking tag team title match. They get I mean, a tag team title match. I mean, if anything, I mean they're undefeated, you know. So, so does that necessarily garnish them a title match? Maybe not. But but, but when they when they brought out, out, but when they bring but when they bring out the dude, here's the problem: they bring out the rankings. They're not on it. Then they have a bunch of matches, most of which probably took place on Dark, which nobody watches. And right. and now it's like, oh, they, 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 you guys didn't know. You know, it's like the Mike Tanay thing with Goldberg. Well, he wrestled uh, Skip Bayless uh, down in uh, Al- uh, Burbadim, Alabama, and he won in 36 seconds. So Goldberg's 37 and 0. This is, I mean, this is where we're at with this. No, dude, who watches Dark? A thousand people? You this Dark cannot be. Your, your logic for being like, well, they're five and zero. Oh, they deserve a tag team match. Come on, dude. I mean, they had they had a couple matches on 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 the, uh, when they were doing their tapings too. So I mean, they were used. I mean, I I looked at it as they had this match a reason because they're 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 setting up for something down the road. There's a storyline possibility here. I figured maybe it'd be QT, you know. Turn it on Cody because he couldn't bring Allie down to the ring. I don't know. I figured it'd be something like that. That's that's why they had it set up in this match. Wait, wait, format can, this can I ask you a question? You could yeah. do everything you're saying without them getting a title shot. I know, but I just adds you know adds more viewers. You're trying to add more eyes on on their product. 
you're starting out with a tag team title match. Uh, first match going against competition. I get why they did it, you know, in that end. You know, with that specific tag team, I don't necessarily get it. But if you add in different layers you're throwing in there, I could see it made sense. But they didn't do any of that. So I'm just here just wondering why they got a tag team title match just like you are. You know, so I'm just just curious myself. You yeah, know. It's just strange. I, I get what you're I, saying. Allie comes out. That, that and whole, and, Br- and Brandy, Brandy had a – she was trying to – there was definitely some tension there. So what are, what are we? What are, what are we gonna? What are we gonna get? Are we gonna get the um, the uh, what you call it? The mixed tag match, Brandy and Dustin versus uh, QT and uh, Allie? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, plus, plus, get, get, you're gonna, they're gonna, they're, you have to think QT's t- t- gonna now, turn on eventually. I think we might have discussed this on a previous show, but I'll bring it up again because I can't remember. Uh, was there any explanation for why? Allie, who was the bunny, left Butcher and Blade? No. But there was... But you saw... But according to... According to Excalibur tonight, you hear that a lot of a lot of this brewing between the two of them, you saw a little bit of that happen on Dark. You know, but, you know, again, for those who don't watch Dark, you know... So, here, so here, here's, here's, a, here's a solution. And, and, I, and I'm being serious about this. Here's a solution to this problem. If you are going to advance these kind of... Now, this is... If you're just watching Dynamite and the pay-per-views, this is, these are legit questions. And, and I'm going to venture that at least 50% of our listeners probably don't watch Dark. Probably even more. I would say even a little bit more. Okay. So here, here's, here's, here's a nice way to solve this problem. Why not, if you're doing something that big on Dark... Show that highlight on Dynamite to give people, A, a reason to watch Dark, and B, an explanation of what they're watching. They do better with that. I mean... And here's the other I, thing. It, Why the fuck are Butcher and Blade wearing white all of a sudden? I don't know. It's weird. I thought that was weird. But we're jumping the gun a little bit here. Dude, a lot of shit aggravated me on this show today. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> the white didn't aggravate me. It just, it just threw me off. Well, they've been doing it. They've been doing it for a couple of weeks now, and it just it just yeah. popped in my head to say it now. Like, why are they wearing white now? All of a sudden, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so weird. weird, dude. It is weird. It's weird. But but I mean, Butcher had a pretty cool nine inch nail shirt on, so I can't go up that far, man. That's pretty cool. But uh, <laughs> we could get wore. I mean, could Blade have worn black, and he could have wore black pants, or could they have, like <laughs> at least been in the gear we've seen him in for months and months and months? <laughs> now they're wearing all white. I, I just, dude, I, I, maybe I'm nitpicking. I don't know. It just, oh, just, just so much is just starting not to add up, and it's very aggravating. So I mean, obviously we knew Kenny Omega and Paige were gonna get the win, and uh, then that sets up we get right into a uh, video package, and. I jotted this down as I was keeping track of how this uh, how the segments were going. They needed what they did what they did in that two minute segment there of the video of Anna J. My God, she's hot. Um, they need to do that more with ladies because I learned more about her in those two minutes. Did you know about Sheeta? <laughs> than we know about Sheeta. I mean. I thought it was a really good. I thought it was a really good, 
it was a good way to talk up a young up and comer, mm-hmm. uh, a ladies wrestler. So I think they should do more of those. Because you know, and I'll tell you, you know, this was of all the matches tonight. This one with Anna J and Abaddon, this one surprised me a lot because you saw characters. The Abaddon, you know, she's got that ring gimmick of that chick coming out of the TV screen. You know, I liked it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a horror fanatic, so I kind of dug, I dug it. It was different, you know. Um, and I can't get enough of Anna J. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think she's pretty hot. And I just uh, throughout the night, you know, you get these little comments. Well, the half, first half of the night, you got the Britt Baker comments, and you know, this one where this one made me laugh out loud. Uh, I literally not a figure of speech, laughed out loud when Britt sent Tony the card on a string and it was, uh, Aberdeen needs Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, you know, it was brought up that Glacier was the one who trained Anna Jay. I thought that was interesting. And, and right after that, you saw Aberdeen get the upset win. Um, and I think, you know, they have something with this Anna Jay. You saw, you know, more come out. You saw more things after the match that were a little bit more interesting than the match. But I thought Aberdeen had some, some moves in there. I thought they have they have something they can work with. I, I think, um, I think they're develop. giving you I think they're giving you a creepy heel in the uh and shout out to our, our boy Blading for Truth Jeff Edwards for reminding me of the name, uh Sue Young from uh Impact. You know, kinda had that weird, creepy yeah, uh, I, I want to say, but her, I, I liked her gimmick better than this one. But I think you're get you got that kind of like weird, creepy gimmick as as kind of the heel for um, for uh, Sheeta. Um, I still think we we need more. We need more. We need more from Sheeta of what she. Uh, yeah. um... <laughs> so real quick, and I hate, I hate, I hate to do this. Uh, during the middle of the show, but since you brought it up in the early on the show, I just got a, uh, I just got a notification. Some players believe the latest offer doesn't quarant- doesn't guarantee enough money to distinguish it from other MLB proposals. So here we are with these. Now we're back. Here we go. Here we uh, go. We just had the announcement that it was almost done, almost finalized. Hey, hey, hey baseball. Fuck you. Fuck you. you. Don't play, fuckers! Don't play. Take oh, you can't take do this take, take next year off too, please, please. Uh, okay, I'd ra- I, I, I'm done. I don't okay. NBA. You don't want to play Kyrie Irving. You don't want to play. Go ahead. Don't play. I don't care. Listen, well, Kyrie this, wants to form a new no, league. Here, listen. Here, 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 here. Here's where here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at with pro sports right now. Although I've mi- I've missed it a lot. I will not lie that I've missed it a lot. What I've learned is over these last three or four months. Is I can find other ways to entertain myself. Yes. So if you go away, goodbye. Yes. That's the key. I will continue to watch the UFC, who's done nothing but step up, and I'll continue to watch pro wrestling, even though it annoys the fuck out of me, because they stepped up too. So fuck you. That's where I'm at. Anyway. Uh, uh, and so so I thought we saw more stuff happen after the match that will not disrespect to the match. That were a little bit more interesting than match. You saw Dark Order, Brody Lee come out, walk down, hand 
Colt Cabana an envelope. We find out what that envelope is towards the end of the night. Obviously, it's some sort of contract. Then you saw the Dark Order go in the ring, help Anna out of the ring. They escort her back up, and it appears that she's joining Dark Order. Now, having something like Anna in the Dark Order, I think kind of makes sense. One, you're adding a female to that, so it gets them involved in a little bit more storylines. And, you know, it gets it gets Dark Order into the women's division as well with Anna, Anna J. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of digging it. I mean, she was already trying to be a heel anyway, you know, but now you're giving, giving Brody Lee some more so people here's in my the Dark question. Order. Here's my question yeah. now. Go ahead. Statlander's hurt, and we didn't yeah. like her. We didn't like her anybody. She's hurt. You got Cheetah. You got Penelope, who's next up for the uh, title yep. match. Yep. You now have this new girl, whatever the fuck her name is, the weirdo. Abaddon. Abaddon. Now you're going to turn Anna J heel with Brody. Right? Well, she was already a heel. She was already a heel. She was or, 0-2. Or stay, okay, what? stay. Or she's going to stay heel. Yeah. Where are the baby faces? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got Big Swall. I mean, she's a Where baby is she? Face. Where is she? You see, Fucking it, around with Britt Baker. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Where are I the baby faces in this company? Well, I mean, they use a lot of tweeners. You know what I mean? Yeah, but right. Here, right. Here's the problem: they have a lot of tweeners and they have a lot of heels, and they don't have a lot of baby faces. And I think it's a major problem. Yeah, with this women's division, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it's. Go, I think it's beyond that. I think it's with a lot of things. But well, we'll, we'll... Not, right. I mean, the, I mean, I think. I think for your point with the men's division, yeah. But as we discussed last week with our boy Edwards, once you take those tag belts off Omega and Page, a lot of that problems will be solved. And 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 the uh, in a men's side. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, in theory, I'm just saying. I'm paying for it in theory. In theory, you know, you know, obviously they have to go out and do it. Well, know? it would. I like, mean, it would. Theory. It would add two huge baby faces to the huge. situation, of course. And, and, and but this case, you know, in this case, you know, I think that's part of the issue with the women. It just. Division. It just. It just seems like it's a very. It seems like they're. And take the women's division out of it for a second. It just seems like what they're doing is it, it's very repetitive. Where we're gonna build up this heel, huge, badass heel, da 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 da, babyface knocks him off, and it's the same one or two or three babyfaces yeah, every time. Yeah, that's the 1980s, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, dude. It's not nineteen eighty anymore, though. That's the problem. No, but that's old school. That's old school booking. I mean, that, that's feed feed the. Feed the monster heel to the baby face. You know, that's what they were doing to hook but, yeah, in. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, true. But you'd have a six-month build, a one-year build. Would. You would. You not, would. not uh, we're going to build for six weeks, right. and then you're not going to see the guy for whatever. Yeah, that's, yes, yes. Different day and age, of course, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But that's what it seems like. That's, that's what it seems like. Yeah. You know? And, and hopefully this is a thing of this, they're going to continually bring in new, new talent 
with this women's division and see what happens. You know, as much as we shit 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 on Statlander, you know that injury that injury man that that kind of hurt him. You know, and I feel bad for her. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of her work, but I mean, everything you read about her, she's a she. You know, everybody loves her backstage. You mean it's just. No, I, 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 yeah, oh, absolutely. I don't want to see anybody injured. No, it, of right. course not. But here's the other side of it, and I'll bring this up again. And I, I, you see this with various talent on the AEW roster, where where's the guidance? Where is somebody just pulling them aside? You know, like I said a couple weeks ago, like less is more. Nail yeah. five moves that are awesome instead of trying ten and only getting yeah. eight of them. And then you yeah. look because here's the problem: when you go for ten. And two of them look like shit. The two that look like shit are more memorable than eight that look great. But if you land five, all of a sudden you have a great match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's no, just, I agree. It, it's, I agree. it's very less is more. Yeah, it's very general speaking. I yeah. get it. But my point being is, and you see this sometimes with private party and other teams where it's almost like you know what? Could somebody? Who knows? Maybe Matt Hardy's doing that right now with private party. I have no idea. Point being is, I think AEW where they have people who have a lot of experience. They also have people that don't have a lot of experience. And you just sometimes you you see the constant the same yeah. mistakes. I, I don't even know if you call them mistakes. The same mistakes, we'll just use that word for now, uh, over and over again. And almost yeah. like who's in the back? Like Cody, pull somebody aside. Maybe they are, maybe they are, I don't know. It just it just seems like they're it, it just the same errors happen over and over and over again. Yeah. With the same people, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, and, and you would have to think that the quality of coaches they have, producers of whatever you want to call them. I mean, everybody's there. They have tons of people there. Right. So you got to think if the message is being delivered, it's just... Uh, is it, though? Do we know that? I mean... I... Uh, with the type of talent they have, you would have to go with the yeah, but assumption. The, we do, we, yeah, but here's the, that's an, it, it, but here's the thing. What you just said, it's an assumption. We don't know that yeah. these things are being we don't, said. We don't. We don't. We who knows? Maybe who, they may be getting a pat in the back every time they come out there. They see you. You know, you brought up Omega's tweet with that fan a couple weeks ago, yeah. Uh, and Omega defending the women's division, which yeah. he, he's totally going to do. Uh, my only point was he probably shouldn't even in, engage with the fan, but right. he did. No. So he's going to defend the women's division. Of course right. he is. It's his baby. The whole thing. I get it. But it that might be representative of like who they are. Like it just might be everybody I mean, does. Everybody deserves a fucking trophy. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate to say it that way, but that might be who they are. No, and, and you know what? And for his purposes, they could. But what they're gonna find out is all these these cats doing these things, and more, 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 more. You're gonna see more injuries like Statlander. I'm not wishing that on anybody. Well, they, well it's not it's only her. Happen. They've had a ton of injuries since everybody came back. You know, it's going to happen. They've so, had a ton of injuries, dude. This is yeah, this is true. You know, because I mean, yeah, Phoenix and Pentagon, and, you know, Brit, Brit. Yeah, man, it's just I mean, Statlander, Statlander, and Brit. I mean, that's. A huge. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of Darby. We haven't seen a lot of Darby either. No, nothing from Darby tonight. That was disappointing. Nothing from Darby. I know, but so let's move on because when I go down that road, it's going to end the show. So we might have just wait till the end. So, 
MJF with Warlow versus Billy Gunn. What I call Billy because I can't use Gunn. The yeah. Gun Club with his two sons, Austin. Everybody knows who it is. I, I like this spot for MJF. I did. Um, I did too. I, 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 I like this spot for MJF. Um, I think it it plays into the keeping MJF relevant, but also it, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint with MJF. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's nothing. And wrong I don't. With that. And I don't mind that. And, and and listen, he he's gonna work well with a guy like uh, like Billy Gunn or Billy. Uh, whatever he's gonna work, he's gonna work well with guys like that. Um, you have some subplots there. I like the yep. idea that there's still uh, the Jungle Boy thing is still there because I, I I think they have Dude, a lot I of chemistry. Love the way that, that match ended, man. I yeah. love that. I think. Um, I think they have a lot of chemistry. I also yeah. think MJF making Wardlow raise his hand. MJF also walking away while Wardlow's still fighting. I think you still have that tension with him and Wardlow. Yep. Um, but you also have the, the feud with uh, Luchasaurus and Wardlow. Oh, thank God, um, man. I wanted to see this for a while. See, here's man. the thing. I'd rather see MJF versus Jungle Boy again. Yes. Even if MJF was to lose, I'd rather see it again. Um, yeah. than, than a tag match. Because I want to yeah. see Wardlow and, and Lucha one-on-one. Even if, it's not, even if it's not in the pre-show. Even if it's not in the pre-show, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, on, well, it's on. not a... I, I guess there's not going to be a pre-show because it's... It's a, it's not a real pay-per-view. It's whatever. Right. Well, you, you know what I'm saying, though. I know um, what you're saying. You know, I, put that match on the show. Uh, and here's the other thing. MJF wins again with the, the ring, you know. It just... It's old school heel, you know. It wins oh, with... Heel. Yeah. So doesn't hurt Billy. It works. Yo, oh, Chris. not trying to get anything. He, out of he this don't need to win. MJF shine. He don't need Yo. to win. Listen, right. I'd rather have Billy Gunn in the ring giving people a shine than Cole Cabana. I'm just, that's just me. Right, and I agree. And and I like I said, I I enjoyed more of what happened outside of the match. The potential for 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 Jungle Boy MJF 2.0. You know, I, I I'm digging that. You know. Um, you know, finally get to see. Yeah, the other thing too is, and I'm going to you know, shout out. I'm going sh- to. I'm going to. I'm going to shout out my boy Conda here because we were texting too during the show. Uh, Can we end this Marco stunt experiment, please? I mean, <laughs> if you want him to have him come out with junk, with uh, with Luchasaurus or something, can we end this experiment already? Like, like, listen, my daughter will fuck him up. Like, I, I don't need. I, I can suspend my disbelief. I get it. All right, blah blah blah. Whatever. Not with him. He, dude, it, dude, it's like Bongino says. He's 65 pounds with a 64-pound sandbag on his back. Get the fuck out of here with fucking Marco Stunt. I'm so sick of it. Get him out of here. Ugh. So now we go into a Sammy G Jericho promo. With have him wrestle Alex Rio. Our beds. What? I said have him wrestle Rio. She'll probably yeah. kick his ass. She'll kick his ass. He may like that though. Listen, I don't want to know. He could be in some freaky stuff, man. You don't know. You Just never know. Stop it! Stop it! It's like it's like, it's like midget porn. Get it? Stop. <laughs> hey man, those Japanese are in some different. Stop, stuff, listen, man. we're going down a bad path here. Move on. <laughs> so so now so so after the CBG Jericho promo, we were just setting up for the match uh, later in the evening. We get Britt Baker with Tony, and uh, dude, 
he announces with her, he announces that at Fighter Fest we're going to get Sheeta versus Penelope Ford. And she just loses her shit on Tony. You know, you're in a friendship timeout. And, you know, it's just, it was just, dude, I was just laughing. She's, I don't know what she had, I don't know what, how much she had to drink tonight. I don't know if she was a little tipsy or just trying to have some fun. Um, just don't care. But, dude, she was funny. She was fucking hilarious tonight. And, uh, you know, and then you saw Blake Swall get behind the wheel. And they go on a joy ride, and that's kind of how that segment ends. But uh, I know your feelings on her, but man, I'm digging the shit that she's doing, man. Brit, even her, she's being relevant, man. Um, I, 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 I love it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm moving in your direction. I thought, I, I think some of the stuff she's doing is pretty good. I think it's a lot better than when they first started doing it. Yeah. Um, it, there was some she's awkward stuff. Now. She's getting better at it, of course. Plus. She's out with an injury, but they're keeping her relevant, um, which I, I I think it it just shows what they think of her um, and what and what their plans are for her. And and let's face it, she's she's good in the ring. Um, yes, yes. I say she's finding her way, but yeah. the the one thing I like about it is they're not giving up on it. They're no. working at it, and yeah. it's it's getting better. And which is which is cool. Like you know, like we we look, we goofed on it with the first time with Tony and everything yeah. else. But yeah. you, they almost used that to yeah, make yeah. it better down the road. You know yeah. what I mean? Which yeah. which I like. I, yeah. Sometimes giving up on something right away is just like whatever. Like if you're gonna have like a hacker, like hacker show, and then just give up on it. You know, I mean that 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 could be a thing you just give up on. I mean, some companies right. do those kind of things. Right. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> Only because me and a couple of friends were texting about that. We're like, and, and we don't even watch the show enough to even know. We're like, whatever happened to the hacker? The next day, it's like, oh, the hacker's gone. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh boy. Can I say something else which I missed? It's it's kind of a rewind, real quick. It's one of my nitpicks. I it, it, I know it's kind of my shtick to rip Jr. So I'm, I'm just gonna run with it, dude. When they had, when they had the brawl with MJF, uh, Wardlow, and, and and Jurassic Jurassic Express, <laughs> we're watching like the barricade move and 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 yeah. all the the talent who's around the ring making all the noise like run out and fight. And Jr. was like, "Oh, they're clearing all the talent out of the locker room." They're clearing really? out the talent in the locker room. Yeah. The locker room. We're the locker room. They're six inches away, bro. Like we're watching them, you know, step over a barricade or move the barricade to beat up people. Like what, locker room. Like what are you talking? Like what? Like dude, is he fucking Joe Biden? Does he have like a cue card on his lap that he's trying to read? Like, like I, 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 I mean, come on, Jr. Be better. Be better. And listen, this could be... People might think this is nitpick shit. I, I get it. I get it. It just annoys me. I'm sorry. I, it, it's To me, it's just stupid. Like, whatever. They're fighting. Yeah. Hey! Hey, the, the talent's coming out of the crowd and fighting each other. How how easy is that to say? Well, look, the locker room's clearing out. Really? We're watching this with our eyes. Like, it's like John Sterling's home run call. That gets caught at the, before the fucking hey, morning hey, track. Hey, hey, easy on John Starling, man. It's the same That's shit. Stick. That's his damn shtick. 
Oh, it, oh there it goes. There it goes. It's going to be go. Oh, 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 I can't really. Susan, we don't have a monitor. Uh, oh, oh, he caught it. Then you go watch it on TV. It, 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 it didn't even go 200 feet. That's JR. <laughs> That's such a dick move. Had to bring up Sterling. Because it's true, and you fucking know such, it. Such it is true, move. and you know it. <laughs> such a douche move. It's not. Right. It's true. So so now we have uh, Cody and Arn coming out to the ring and uh, against uh, Cody's next opponent. And throughout the week, or started, I want to say maybe started over the weekend or beginning of the week, I started seeing some stuff that it, uh, it, Ricky Starks was the potential opponent. I wasn't trying to get my hopes up high, you know, dirt shits and all that stuff. But in the back of my mind, I was hoping it was going to be this cat because I really, really liked this kid from watching him back in February in NWA. He stood out to me, uh, so I was pretty excited, but I just didn't want to get my hopes up high. I'm, but, I'm sure he was happy because he wrestled in front of more people tonight than he did at NWA. Oh, man, it was a good match. <laughs> and, 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 and it wasn't the match. I mean, it was a good match, don't get me wrong. But, again, I don't know if I'm reading into it, but I found Cody on the mic was more interesting of what he said than the actual match. You know, his interesting choice of words. The elite. Is he, is he in the elite? Where's the Nightmare family? Where were they last week? And this is the second time he's done this. He Sub-plot. did this a month ago. That's I, I, the only thing I could come up with. He did it a month or two ago, again, for getting jumped or something or another with Inner Circle. I don't remember the exact words he used, but he was wondering where everybody was, and he was wondering if he was in the elite. And he said it in laughing and jest. And I don't remember the exact dialogue. Well, I have a couple things. First of all, I mean, I wonder if his wife knew where he was when the snake was crawling up her her boobies. But, uh, you know, I mean, where was Cody then? I mean, maybe she could say the same thing. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, In all seriousness, uh, I wouldn't mind Cody moving away from the elite thing. Like, I really wouldn't. I, I, I just think it's... I think Cody elite is forced right now. I, I, it was... You know, when they did the Bullet Club angle, it kind of made sense because Cody was like the Ring of Honor Bullet Club guy and Kenny was the, you know, New Japan Bullet Club guy, but they had the same two best friends who were Ring of Honor guys, but also were elite guys with Omega, you know what I mean? So that worked to me. Um, I don't know that they need to keep that portion of the elite going. Uh, when I think of the Elite, I think of Omega and the Bucks. That's what it was at the beginning. Um, that's what I've always believed it to be. Um, and I think Hangman at some point won't be in the Elite anymore. Uh, I always viewed you know viewed him as one of the guys, Bullet Club guy, the whole thing. Now he's you know with them here. But the Elite to me was always Omega and the Bucks. And I never viewed Cody as an elite member. Uh, and I know all elite wrestling, da-da-da-da, whatever. Like right. like Jericho said, these pumpkin-headed dipshits named the company after themselves, which is fucking hilarious when he said That's that. Still, that right, it's right. so funny. But anyway, right. I, I could see Cody getting out of that. Um, I, I, had a, 
I could right. see him. I don't know with this nightmare family how this all is going to play out. That's somewhat interesting to me. What's not interesting to me is this weekly challenge bullshit. I think I that like dude, I think he's there's just too many guys that are being just marginalized by AEW that are not being used at all that some of which have feuds with Cody, uh two in particular, uh sure. which we'll get to, uh which are just disappearing acts right now. Uh, doing nothing, and we're doing this uh, weekly challenge, and we got to look at this ugly fucking title belt that's not the real title belt that will be the real title belt, God knows when, and he's doing this weekly challenge thing, which I don't get, and now here we go with Jake Hager, and I'm not saying that Cody and Jake Hager won't give you a really good match, I'm not saying that Cody and Jake Hager won't give you a really good program, but here we are again, this is another big guy Another believable uh, tough guy. MMA athlete, the whole thing. Already had a few spots where Jake Hager lost. And now we're going to put him in with Cody at Fighter Fest. When I think it's pretty obvious that they're probably not going to take the TNT title. The TNT TV title or whatever they're calling it. Off of Cody. And we're going to get another big spot where Jake Hager loses. And here, it just, it, dude, it just seems like a repetitive thing that they're doing with all these guys. And and you, listen, I, kudos to you because you brought it up. You you yourself brought it up with Brian Cage getting a title shot. Yeah. Everything, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Brody Lee comes in, loses. Hager loses. Uh, you know, and uh, I don't know. Maybe Brian Cage is going to win. We'll we'll find out, uh, and we'll get to him in a minute too because they had a good spot, but. You, you, you get where I'm going with this. Like, right. First right. of all, you have a lot of guys not being used who are sitting in a, sitting being cheerleaders in the fucking crowd. And we're bringing, now we're bringing the guys from outside so Cody could have these challenges and wrestle every week. I don't know, man. I, it's just, it's, I don't, it's, See, it, I don't know. It's just not working for me. It really, I like the idea of Cody having these very personable feuds and building towards them, and you know, the the personal attacks and everything else. I think that just works with him. Cody wrestling random people every week just to defend his title. It's kind of like blah to me. It really is. The TV title is, def- is defended every week on TV. That's an old school thing. He's just carrying that tradition with the team. Well, I mean, do, do we, I mean, do listen. Are we going to be just slaves to old school? Or are we going to put on good wrestling shows? I don't think. I don't think he's necessarily being a slave. Whatever he's he did, bro. Every dude, every every. But every point I bring up that that you know, oh, that's old school. All right, we did that in the eighties, and then he did this and that. Well, that's. But I, I'm not saying that as that as he's he's doing it as a slave instead. I think he's just doing it. He's following that model because that's the model he likes. And in this case, with this title, he's just trying to do. He's just trying to do something that was done old school. He's just trying to carry on that tradition of their. This is being their TV title that is defended every week. And the matches haven't been crappy. This match tonight was really good. No, I'm, I not, get, I, I'm not saying they're crappy. I'm not saying that. I get. I get the the whole storyline, being invested, this, that, everything else, I think he's still trying to find how to navigate those waters of trying to do that and still defending the title every week. 
you know, I still think he's just trying to, I think he's still trying to figure that out. I don't think, listen, I don't think Hager, in my opinion, I don't think Hager would have been, is a good matchup for him at Fighter Fest. I, I, I don't dig that match at all. I think it should have been, uh, you know, either a rematch with Archer or somehow Spears comes back in the picture again, and that will kill, and that will do two, kill two birds with one stone, as you were saying uh, before, using some guys. And, oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back, in, I'm gonna get into Archer. I'm just bring waiting it, and, and, and bringing back and bringing back some of these storylines. I would have liked to see the beat Spears, um, you know, at Fighter Fest. Maybe not Spears taking a loss. A disqualification. But, 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 but here you go. But here, and I'm not trying to be an asshole by saying this. But here you yeah. go again. When you're yeah. when you're using records and ranking systems and everything else, and this is what you're going to go on, and this is what you're telling us, sports centric, that you're going to go on. Now you're going to bring Sean Spears back after he got embarrassed on the well, pay per view and give him a title I, shot. I, I listen. I'm just being consistent. I'm just being right, consistent. Right. I ripped. I ripped. Hold on. I, hold on. Hold on. I ripped. I ripped the WWE. For putting Seth Rollins in a title match yeah. right after he lost at WrestleMania, I'm like, why does he right. get a title match? I'm just being consistent. So I get like, dude, I love Spears too, and I think they need to do something with him. And it just seems like they tease it and never go all the way with it, which is right. another thing I talked about with Diamond Dave Rosenberg. Right. But it, but dude, I'm just being consistent. Like you yeah. lose a big match on a pay per view, you don't go from that to a title shot. And even you know how you go from that to a title shot, you. You put him on TV ravaging, beating the fuck out of people, and earning that fucking title shot. You know what I'm saying? It, it, well, he bait. Well, one, Spears is different because he can bait himself into it. One. Two, there's no ranking system because I haven't seen a ranking system for the TV can, title. Oh, here's well, the other thing. Talk about ranking system. There really isn't one. No, 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 no. But, but, here, but that's my point, bro. That is my point. They say they're sports centric. They use ranking systems and records, and it, they seem to. They see if they need a filler second, they'll throw you a ranking system up. But they don't use it though. That's my point. Either either you have it or you don't. You can't just you can't just say, "Oh, we're we're sports centric." Winning matters in AEW. How many times have we heard wins matter in AEW? So if wins matter, if that's if that's your shtick. That wins matter right now, and you're calling that TNT title, that secondary title. If you look at it and you look across the board, who deserves that title shot more than MJF right now? Uh, he made that point last week. Nobody. That's their words. I'm using their words, not mine. Wins matter in AEW. Records matter. Ranking system. That is their, that's their that's their thing, not mine. That's what they use. But they use it when they want to use it and then throw it away when they want to throw it away. That's my point. So okay, so there's no there's no rankings for this TNT title because it's an open challenge every week. It's an open right. challenge, great. So that, that's where that's where we're at now with Cody, open challenge. So by doing that, you took and I didn't even want to go here yet, but I'm just going to go here because it's fucking annoying the shit out of me. You took Lance Archer, 
And they did everything that I fucking knew they were going to do. Which is the reason why I wanted them to win the match. Because I knew if he lost the match that they were going to fucking do this. They gave him one goddamn segment with Snake since then. It's five weeks. Nothing with him on Dynamite. That one stupid segment. That's it. No, don't Listen, I want to hear about Dark. I don't want to hear about Dark. Nothing with Lance Archer. He's non-existent. Dark. Jake the Snake's non-existent right now. If I turn on Dynamite, they're an afterthought. An afterthought. They're the hottest heel in pro wrestling. The, hot, the hottest wrestler in pro wrestling. Everybody's going crazy. Lance Archer took them, carried them through the COVID lockdowns, everything else. And then he, he loses to Cody and goes away. This is the same shit that we bitch about with Vince. It's the same thing. Let's be fair, bro. It's the same thing that we bitch about with Vince. There's, they did, there's so many ways they could go with this that we, it would be better. This whole thing was about Cody got his big win. They put the title on him. It's all about Cody now, which is fine. Same shit that you bitch about with fucking Cena. Guy loses to him, he gets buried, right? That's what we're talking about. Is Cody not doing the same thing right now? I can't. I can't. I can't say. And they're doing the same thing with Moxley. They're doing the same thing with Moxley, too. They're doing the same thing with Moxley. What do you need to see? You need to see Cody bury Jake Hager? You need to see Moxley. You need to see see Moxley bury Brian Cage? I don't think that's going to happen. But it could. You know, honestly, right, right now, if if you put a gun to my head and said you need to pick that match right now, I'm picking fucking Moxley. Oh, I'm picking Gage. No, I'm picking Moxley. I'm not. I'm not falling for their bullshit again because I've been, it's too many times, bro. It's too well, many times. Trust me, I know. I, I listen. Uh, one, I never thought he should have been in this spot. I, I, I've said that. They should have like Lee should have been in that spot. Well, they Archer got Brody Lee to do something. Archer like, and Archer, Lee. Archer. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, man. Archer yeah. and Lee. Archer and Lee should have been held back. They shouldn't have been put in those spots. Right. They right. they fast tracked that shit because of the yeah. lockdowns and wanting to get the right. pay per view done. And those guys right. were there and they knew they could get the matches done. I get. Yeah. Listen, I get all that. But here's the thing: if you're going to do that and you and you want to have a fluid story situation and keep these guys relevant how you come out of that is huge and they came out of that like dog shit i'm sorry they just did even with brody lee the decent segment tonight but still i mean are you really excited about brody lee right now are you where was sean spears you have this you you have first of all you have the big segment with with um with tully that wasn't even aired on tv we're screaming at him right yeah wasn't even aired on TV. So if you're just watching Dynamite, you don't even know that happened. So when you see the scouts in the in, – because last week there were scouts. This week there's no scouts. So, that again, no continuity. So you have scouts in, in the stadium last week. Tully's sitting there. Sean Spears is sitting five rows back. If you Sulk. didn't yeah, – yeah. sulking. If you didn't see that video of, of Tully ripping his asshole out, you have no idea why that happened. There was no mention of it on Dynamite. You have no idea why it happened. And then you go fast forward to this week and you don't even see him on the show. How is this any different than all the shit we've been bitching about with the WWE for five fucking years? It's the same that, thing. That that one doesn't that that piece doesn't make sense to me because you have something you could build on and you could drop 
you know, there's still things you could do. Because, I mean, they dropped the fucking bomb. Not even a bomb, but well, lack of a better word. Pipe bomb? <laughs> when Tully handed fucking... Um, when Tully handed Spears that fucking box with the glove in it, man. What he just again? Nothing, nothing, dude. And that's the and, and, and of all of all the things you said, that one pisses me off the most because there's so much meaning behind that, and it's just still in limbo and it's frustrating. Can I throw another one out there before we before we move on? Go ahead. What's going on with Mike Tyson? That's a good question, man. Come on, bro. Like. like you got all this publicity and everything else, and I get it's not a pay-per-view or whatever. You got all this publicity. And then Jericho's going on doing all these interviews. Oh, him and Tyson are going to do all this crazy shit. We're, it's, it's, it's not even a mention anymore. Did, did, did the deal break down? Did Khan not pony up the money? Like, what, what the fuck, dude? Oh, man. I don't know, man. That's I a, actually that's a people that's people one, people man. were knocking them for doing that, saying they shouldn't go down that celebrity road, and I defended them, and I'm like, listen, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, ESPN, everybody report it was all over, everybody showed it, fucking, I think Fox News had a spot on it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like CBS did too, yeah, yeah, everybody had a Mike Tyson, AEW, uh, UFC, you know, triple champ, triple C. Fucking uh, Henry Cejudo, uh, Rashad Evans, uh, Vitor Belfort, the whole thing. Beautiful. Get all this publicity for it. And you know what? The people that said they shouldn't have done it are probably right. Because here's the thing. Once you do that, you got to follow up. What the What the fuck? What are you going to wait a month? Oh, hey, they're back. Oh, you know, Mike Tyson's going to run out on, on, uh, on Fighter Fest and punch Jericho and cost them from losing the tag titles. and that, You know what I'm saying? Like, where are we going with all this? They're not even talking about it. No, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a, that's a good one. No, I'm, uh, it's I, I, I got a lot of good ones because I'm fucking you're, pissed off. You're talking about Tyson, and I'm looking at, uh, I'm, 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 you know... I'm looking at a book at the moment, and uh, and I'm looking at a particular wrestler has the glove on his right hand, and I'm just like, where the fuck are they going with Spears? But <laughs> I digress, man, and it's just uh, yeah, this, that, one, that is a great. Let, listen, I might even I I might even call this show that. Where are they going with Spears? Archer, Tyson, where, where are we going here? Where what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know because I mean, no, no mention of blood and guts anymore. We 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 walked away from that. And it, it, listen, they want to do that in front of a, uh, an arena. I get it, I get it. But to just ignore it that it was out there, you can't ignore this shit, dude. Well, I mean, uh, I look at I look at what they're doing with Spear. They're not doing anything with Spears. They're not doing anything with Archer. They're off. Archer's not even on TV. Spears is not even on TV. At least you get Brody Lee on TV, and you know. And then I, I listened to Cody's comments tonight, you know, and I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I every all the points you made are 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 spot on, legit, you know. And the one that the, of all these, of uh, I mean, the one that. I question the most is the 
Spears one is because you go back to the you go back you know a, a month or two ago when all the AEWs were were were, were, were videotaped. Only half the roster was showing up. Every week Spears was there, and every week he was stealing the show. Whether it was a segment or one of the jobber matches he was in, you saw his personality. You saw potential there, and the fact that he 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 got you through those videotapings, and and you like what you saw. You throw him in a match with Dustin. He's got a dick pic of Tully on on his on his manhood, which was basically the reason that Tully was flipping out, flipping out, and you know, and then he gets castrated in this video by Tully, and then the, and then in the following episode of AEW, you give him a present and it's a glove. And here's the thing, and, 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 and guys listening, there's a significant meaning behind that. You know, I'm doing prep for a show that we're trying to, the three of us, shout well, out to Edwards. I mean, mostly going to be you and Edwards. Right. But you're I, I'm, I'm, I'm the you're I'm the EP. I'm the EP on that. You know, you're, you're, you're involved, so it's the three of us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to narrow it in EP. It's a trio. You, you, you guys are the historians. You guys are the... Uh, it's, it's, you, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a trio. It's but, it's a, it's a three man effort, but you guys are the stars yeah. of that one. Hundred percent. Sure. The book, rightly and, so. And, and one of my favorite books. It's 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 a four horsemen book. It's written by Dick Bourne, and if you on the front cover of the book, you get the original four horsemen. Okay. Oli, Tully, JJ. Arn Flair. That's your front cover. You turn to some bitch in the back, you, you get a nice picture of one of the most underrated wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers of all time, Barry fucking Wyndham, in his left hand holding the gorgeous old school United States champion, and on his right hand, he has that exact black glove on. There's significant meaning to that glove that Tully gave him. He wants him to be a, a version of Barry Window. And I'm telling you, they could go with this, and it will work. You know, well, if, if they actually go with it. <laughs> you know, and it's frustrating the piss out of me, because you got Cody making his comments tonight. Because here I am, we're, we're talking about, you know, FTR obviously fits in this bill. Spears fits in this bill, and then you got MJF. Well, how about we got it all wrong? What if it's Cody Spears FTR? Hmm. Interesting. Maybe that will work too. I just think uh, with all the years of build, I, I, I think Cody's connection to them is is if if you followed along. Of course. With Cody's, you know, fuck the revival, you know. I right. mean, listen, I was in the building when he won the title from right. from Chris Rodin. Right. Speaking of which, where the fuck is SCU? But anyway, <laughs> I just popped in my head. Where the fuck's SCU? Scorpion Sky, man. Where? Scorpio. You like Scorpio. Yeah. You love to call him Scorpion. I don't know why. I like yeah. to bust your balls about that. Anyway, uh, so where the fuck's SCU? But by the way, uh, Cody beats Chris Daniels, a fallen angel, for the ROH title. I was in the building. 
And they had this big, you know, I mean, ROH, there's a thousand streamers and everything else. We were in, we were in a uh, low auditorium and low, low auditorium and low mass. Um, and Cody wins the title and, uh, it's pay, it's a pay-per-view of course. Uh, but the Bucks are in the ring with him with the, with their cell phones filming for being the elite. And, you know, Cody's got the whole crowd going, fuck the revival. Before they were not allowed to say it anymore for whatever reason, but Vince did whatever he did. I don't know, whoever. For whatever reason, they stopped saying it. But at that point, they were still saying it. So anyway, so Cody was a part of that. But, I mean, the logical place to go with the revival is with the Bucks. Um, I I mean, I don't know how that's all going to play out. The the, the tag team division is very confusing um, with... You know, uh, you you you've injected uh, Sabian and and Jimmy Havoc as now a tag team that are involved in it. Best friends is in there, of course. Um, the Sex Gods have now emerged as a tag team. Uh, we didn't we we didn't see uh, Pride and Powerful LAX. We didn't see them tonight. Uh, they're still there. Luchas, I know they're injured, but you know Lucha Brothers, they're lurking. Um, FTR, Butcher and Blade. You know, a ton of tag teams here. And it's kind of like a mishmash pit of shit right now. Not that the matches can't be great. They could be great. It's just, it, it almost it, it almost feels to me like they don't know what to do. So they're just like, alright, you guys fight each other, you guys fight each other, you guys fight each other. While we figure this out. I, I could be 100% wrong about this. And it may, it, they may come up with something that may be tremendous. And I hope I hope I'm wrong about it. But it just seems like it's like, eh, we don't really know what to do yet. So, hey, you, uh, FTR, run out there. And that Butcher Blade, I'll uh, jump in. And here we go. And we got this one. And I got to say, Penelope looked beautiful in that match. I mean, uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Every time I see Penelope, I got to throw it out there. She looked beautiful. She stole the show. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? You, uh, the match, man. And here's the, the other thing. Good. Here's the other thing. I don't know why this bothered me. I, dude, I'm on another level tonight. I know. All you guys listen, I apologize. I know I'm like nitpicking every little fucking thing. And this is going to be a, another nitpick, but I don't know why it annoyed me. But, I mean, how many years are we going to do the Matt Jackson fucking rib back injury gimmick? I mean, I, I mean, how like I mean, how long? How Matt, get surgery. Do, even pretend to get surgery. Please, do something. Like, every goddamn time they're in a big match. Oh, Matt, so he's got a rib tape. Oh, his back hurts. This how many years? How many years? Like, let's be honest. The majority of people watching AEW have been following along with New Japan, Ring of Honor, following the Bucks, following Cody, following Kenny Omega. So when you do this stuff, this is not new to a lot of us. I'm sorry, it just isn't. Oh, it happened in a Stampede match. So, so the guy who got one wing angeled like twenty feet up through a through a tape through. Wood or whatever the fuck he went through. Sammy Guevara is fine, but Matt Jackson, you know his his ribs, you know, they're done. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> I mean, he only had three months off. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Where was Matt and Nick Jackson during during all these lockdowns? They weren't fucking there. Hangman Page, he wasn't there. What did they get? Uh, you got carried on by Jericho. You got carried on by Sammy Guevara. You got carried on by Cody. You got carried on by uh, Lance Archer. You got carried on uh, by Brody Lee, but him, him coming aboard. Uh, Matt Hardy to an extent too. Um, you know we could throw all that. best friends were, were there. Uh, Orange Cassidy, Sean Spears, great one. All these guys, 
and you look at half of them are not doing shit. And and now you got this Tyson thing with Jericho, and next thing you know, now we have Jericho and Orange Cassidy. And it, it, listen, I don't even think it would be bad. And I think that Jericho probably brought that on with his commentary about Orange Cassidy. And uh, yeah. listen, I I enjoy an Orange Cassidy match because I I, I I just the gimmick it makes me laugh, it entertains me. And then right. when he when he wants to turn it on, he can go. And Jer and Jericho is totally. Win, lose, or draw is going to put him over in some way, shape, or form. So I'm okay with the match. It's just like, wait a minute, though. What happened to Mike Tyson? <laughs> right. No, yeah. Uh, maybe they're going to go back to it. You have to think they are. They got to, listen, they have plenty they could go back to. Let's be honest, bro. But I'll tell you, back to the tag match, though. I thought yeah, the yeah. end, I thought the end, though, how, uh, how they made uh, how they made Kip pile drive havoc, dude. That was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was yo. And then I, you saw I, I, I don't I don't think that tag team is long for. I, I again, this is something where uh, what do we do with these guys? Let's throw them in a tag team. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that tag team's long for the world. I think Penelope and Kip they have bigger plans for. Um, and and dude, and honestly, like. You got Janela, you got Moxley, you got Darby Allen, you got uh, you got uh, what's his name, Jimmy Havoc. Um, we could probably bring in a few other names. Like, you know, you want to have another division? Where the fuck's the hardcore division? Like, it just went away. Like they were doing right. it and they just went away from it. Right. Maybe it's a TNT thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. You know, maybe they had visions of uh, WCW hardcore matches, and they wanted. Not to have those dancing in their brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, also, these guys. Yeah, but they, these guys weren't there then, though. They, I mean, it's TNT, no, but it's a different no, company now. Sure. No, that'd be cool. I mean, they got they got tough talent for it. You know, they got decent talent to pull it off for sure. I'm just saying. Yep. I'm just. You know, you know what I'm getting at, though. Yeah. No, I do. No, it makes sense. You know. But I thought the, the again this there's some more interesting things happened after the match. Yep. You have Butcher the Blade get involved. Wearing white. FTR comes out. So now you have all four tag teams, you know, beating the piss out of each other. And then uh with FTR and uh Young Bucks uh standing tall at the end. You know, so I wonder where they're going with all that. You know, I mean, I mean you know, does it does this not scream to a hold up players? Four-way tag team match. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, they, can you not, like, are we, are, would you be shocked if we got a four-way tag team match or Fighter Fest? I would, I not, would not, bro. I would not After be. Tonight, I would not be. I would not I be. Do, you could see it coming. You could just see yeah. it coming. Yeah. You could see it coming. Like, really spot, kind of. What a spot fest match that's going to be. What's Hardy <laughs> doing? Like, where, where does, where's Matt Hardy? I mean, I mean so many things. <laughs> you know. He's I, in the advantage of private party. Yeah, yeah, great. I mean, I mean that, that's party, party, party. Okay, uh, there's so many things that Matt Hardy could do, and that's where that's where that's we're headed with Matt Hardy. And listen, I'm a tips. Oh, party, party. No, this is. I'll tell you this right now. If if you have a six man tag title, and you it. have and you have the Hardy party, all I want is this is. I'm, I'm being very honest about this. Triangle della Morte. Yeah. We'll kill them. We'll kill them. 
<laughs> because if you're going to have a six-man tag champion and they aren't the first, I'm calling bullshit. Because that team yeah. is the badass fucking team that AEW can put on. I love that six-man tag. But you know, no, you know what you're gonna do. Time. You, you One know, triangle. You're just. I'm, I'm even impressed, uh, impressed that I could say it. Triangulo oh, de la Morte. Yeah. You know how many times I, I practice that? that de la Morte. I want that. Show. I watched a lot of Lucha Underground to say de la Morte. <laughs> I love, I love that team. I do. I, I'll be honest with you. That three man team. I love that three man team. But oh here, God, here's this, yo, this, you come on. You already know. You already fucking know. You come on. You already know. You already know what's gonna happen. FDR is gonna have the tag titles. Omega and the Bucks are gonna have the six man title. Uh, uh, Cody's gonna have this championship, and then fucking Moxley's gonna have the other one. It's gonna be like the all elite fucking you know what I mean? <laughs> Dip pumpkin headed uh, pumpkin headed dipshit. You know what I mean? I mean listen, I I like these guys. It just. Oh man, bro! There's so much they could do. There's so much talent there, and it's just I get you. I get. I get. They only have two hours, but that just re- reinforces my point of why are you bringing in new people now to wrestle Cody right now? Like, who cares? Like, I I'm wondering if they're going to be trying to go up to three, man, because they got enough to go. They got enough. They got enough. They got enough where they could go three, man. Three I hours. Wonder. You know what? Here's the thing. It might not be a bad idea because they might steal a lot of the NXT audience for the last hour. I mean, you got to think, because think about it. We didn't see Spears tonight. We didn't see Archer tonight. Stop reminding me. You know, we didn't see, where's SCU? You know, uh, Pentagon and Ray are going to be coming back soon. Pac's going to be able to travel back here soon. I mean... There's that's six seven guys. Listen, can't can't Pac like flicker his ears and do some fairy magic <laughs> shit and just get here? I mean, look at you, look, you ever look at that guy's ears? Come on, have you have you All seen right. the movie Legend with Tom Cruise? Like, dude, Pac would have starred in that movie if he was he probably wasn't alive then, but he would have he would have starred in it if he if he was alive. That's funny. That, that's pretty, you know. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love I love Pac Triangle de la Morte. Love him, love him. Not knocking him. I you love Pac. Know, I I dig Pac. I dig everything that Pac's doing on this show. I I told you I would have put the tag titles on Lucha Lucha uh, Lucha Brothers, and I would have put that ta- that TV title TNT title on fucking Pac. That's what I would have done. I really would have. Yo, so I mean, I, I named seven guys. So they so another hour of content. They could easily do it. Yeah. I mean, especially if you do a few more vignettes, which, listen, their vignettes are, have gotten so much better the last oh, yeah, few man. months. Like, oh, them no, before, no. we were screaming for them, you know, uh, months months and months ago. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, where are these, give us some backstage vignettes, give us something. And then they started doing them, uh, and, and they were really good, and now they seem like they're sticking with them. Um, and obviously, we're, I, I guess, we're, you know, we got Taz and uh, we got Taz and Cage with another great one. Um yeah, that's, that's, what next, that's what we're going into next. Yeah, yeah. That's Taz and Cage, man. Yeah, dude, dude, I thought that promo was fucking awesome. It man. was, dude. It was awesome. It was great. You know, you know, got yeah, Taz little, is crushing it. Got, I love. He's like we're smashing protein shakes. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got a hot, you got a hot Taz, and you got a cocky Cage, dude. I thought it was thought it was money. I love that spot. It was a good spot. And then you go to Moxley, you get a crazy, 
quick. Again, but, here, but here's the thing: score. the di- the difference is the difference is with those guys is they since the pay per view have had matches and had spots yeah. since the pay per view. You know, Archer and Spears, those type of guys have had maybe a spot here or there, and then nothing. I don't get it. It's mind-boggling. But Cajun Cajun Taz was very good. Um, uh, I I think the the program is very good. Uh, It's easily, for me, the number one. Especially with no Tyson, uh, it's the number one. That's the main event. Cajun Mox has to be the main event. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I I would 100% agree with that. Um, And give give it some time, too, because... Yeah. Cage, for people that don't know Cage, oh, uh, his because I mean, yeah, awesome. you know, I, I don't know if you've watched Impact or um, or you've seen him on the Indies or or uh, or Lucha. Uh, Cage could freaking go. He could yeah. go. And yeah. uh, going with a guy like Mox, uh, I, I think it's going to be another level that we're going to see of Cage that maybe we haven't even seen. You know, you know, we we've seen him with Elgin. You know, we've seen him with various different guys. Uh, you know, even Tessa, um, but I, you know, with a guy like Mox, this is and, and then having Taz as his mouthpiece, this is a huge spot for for Cage. Uh, yeah, Tony Khan's a huge fan of his, um, so that I don't know how that plays into what they're going to do here. Um, I, I think Moxley could be one of their big guys without a title belt, so that may play into it also. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. I just my fear is that we go down the Archer way, where you build them up with you build them up with the mouthpiece, you build them up with the matches, you you, you got them, you know, red hot, white hot, whatever you want to call it, and then he loses the match, and uh, you know, you know, we'll see you when uh, you know when we're not wearing masks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I. I, I'm hoping that you're, you know, I'm hoping the other way. I, I, you know, as much as I didn't want Cage in this spot, he's in this spot. So I think this is a time where if they wanted to take the bell off Moxley, dude, I, I'm, you know, I think it would be a nice little surprise. Well, I think, I, I, I think the other thing factors this is in a good is spot, man. you're talking about it being on Dynamite and not on pay-per-view where... Yeah. It, you might have a greater audience. Yeah, you, you know what you know. You know what I'm saying. Which you know, if they ever wanted to test out the three hour theory, you know, maybe the the second week, you know, because Lucha Lucha did that in the past where it was a two hour show, but then like second and third, you know, parts of Lucha uh, Lucha um, Ultima Lucha, they would do like three hours instead of two hours. So you know, maybe maybe that's a way to test out the three hour theory where. You do like two hours of the you know the first week of Fighter Fest, and then the second week you do three hours as a three hour special, just that one week, and test it out and you know see if that last hour pops your rating a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, I wouldn't be it wouldn't shock me if you did that, and you had matches like you know uh, whatever uh, Jericho and uh, Orange Cassidy, and then you know Cage versus. Um, Moxley for the title. If people that were watching NXT live wouldn't flick over and watch AEW for another for the last hour, I, I think that would happen. 
Yeah, I, I like the idea. I mean, I know a lot of people poo-poo the hour, but if you have the content, you got the talent to use it, and they clearly do. You know, because they got guys aren't even on TV. I don't. You know, the one the one thing about the three hour thing though is I think it's poo pooed in WWE because I think their audience is still very young. You know what I mean? I think there's a large portion of that audience that like is eight year olds that you know their their soccer mom lets them watch the fucking show for an hour and a half and then they got to turn it off. You know what I'm saying? And then you you obviously have your hardcores out there, and I'm not disparaging them. I'm just. Saying people watch it every week. I don't happen to be one of them anymore, but there are people I have friends that do it, and it's totally fine. I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying there's a large portion of their audience that's pretty young. I got I get the sense with AEW like it's that middle of the road, you know, hardcore fan that would watch that right. third hour of pro wrestling. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, you know, uh, WWE putting NXT up against AEW was brilliant in the sense that they probably stole 25% of their audience by doing it. Like, live audience. Yeah. I, I, they may go back and watch it later in the week, I don't know. Uh, but your overnight cable rating, which is what everybody looks at, uh, they probably stole 25% of their audience by doing that. Would they get that 25% back for a third hour? Maybe not every week, but on a special occasion, like, the main event of Fighter Fest. It could happen. I don't know. Right. No, I, I agree. I haven't heard. I, I haven't heard that they're going to do it, but I no, mean, it might I, be a good idea. It's, it's just something that popped into my head. So after after the uh, Taz Cage video, we go to little Mox quick video, you know, and then from Moxley, which was again with Moxley for me, less is less is more, and I think you got that again tonight. Yeah, pretty good. That works for him, and that works for him. And then we get into a lineup for next week, and next week is looking like to be a pretty decent card. You got Sammy and Matt. You got Colt. You got uh, you got Colt Cabana, Brody Lee versus uh, Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. One I'm looking forward to the most is Luchasaurus and Wardlow in a lumberjack match. I think that one's going to be pretty interesting. And then they said Mox will be wrestling as well. Who so we don't that, That's for next week. That's for next week. And then they dip into Fire Fest and they announced uh, at that moment the three matches were Cody Hager, Sheeta Ford, Moxley, and Cage. So those were the three, at that moment, the three matches they had on that card. So so from that segue, we go into another, we go into the last Britt Baker uh, video. So this will be her third video of this evening. And if that doesn't tell you how they think of her, then uh, uh, you guys are, if you guys don't figure out that this they're high on her, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, she's in a dumpster. She's asking where Tony is. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Dude. You left me in here for five hours! She was like, no, really? It was like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to go to the bathroom. Text Tony right now. So I, I, I thought it was a good spot. It was funny. You know, it's continued continued on from the evening, and you get this funny, funny ha-ha moment. Um, so for Britt, we go. It looks like we're getting ready for the main event. We got Matt Hardy joining an announce table, which I was pretty psyched about. So now we go into Sammy G. I thought he was okay. I, I think he was a little quiet. He was a little quiet. Yeah, he was he was okay. He he wasn't Jericho. That's for sure. No, he's not. 
Uh, you got Sammy G. The he kind of reminded me when they put Omega on commentary. I was like, eh, okay. And my first question is, you, 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 you know, and again, this is maybe me doing a version of you nitpicking a little bit, but you got Sammy G. and Jericho coming down to the ring. You want to cut to our commercial? Fine. You got to pay. Got to pay the bills. But at least the pick and pick, we could be watching what Sammy G's doing. Yeah, they are. I know. They do the pick and pick like Fuck. in the worst spots. They never do it when you should do it. They do it in the stupidest spots. <laughs> you know, so that was, I had to write that down. I had to remember that. I mean, uh, especially it, since there's no real fans in there yet. So, no, like, it, what did, like, what did they do when you went to commercial? Like, dance for their fucking locker room? <laughs> you know... You know he was going to be doing some funny spots, you know. But I'll tell you what, some of the moves that Sammy G pulled out tonight, dude, he looked really good in the ring tonight, man. You know, I thought it was a solid match. I was curious to see where Cassidy was going to pop in. The camel angle, the, the, the cameraman they used to trip up Sammy G, best friends, got the win. I was wrong. I thought they would have uh, the little sex gods win, but I was wrong. And then Sammy G comes in the match, comes into the ring after the match, and has his little spot with Jericho. I was wrong. I, I, I thought the writing was on the wall. This is a good spot to put Jericho and Sammy G in. They go to Fighter Fest as the number one contenders, but they're but they're keeping their that they're keeping that for the best friend. So uh, how I had that story written out, I was uh, incorrect. Yeah, um, I mean, our best friend's going to take these titles now? <laughs> no, I, I liked my way better because there's a way to get those tag belts. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, especially, I mean, let, let's be honest, and this is not a knock on Orange Cassidy. I mean, if I've always spoken highly of him. But what's the bigger spot for Jericho and Sammy Guevara on that, you know, on this big show, the Fighter Fest? Uh, tag team title match with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page or Jericho in a singles match with Orange Cassidy. Right. You know, and it, it's like, if he's not going to, you know, fulfill this Tyson situation, I mean, it just seems like a more logical, you know, a more logical thing to get into. I, I, I You know what? I got the feeling that they're going back to... Hangman Omega first Bucks. I, I I think that that match got such uh, love and, and a- a- admiration from the fan base. Um, everybody's still calling it the match of the year. I mean, given this, I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, it's not a, it's not hard to rank a match of the year right now because given the situation we're in, it's it's hard to call anything better. <laughs> it just. By the sense of not having fan reaction at shows. So, not not taking anything away from the match, because I thought it was great, too. And I think they just want to go back there. I really do. And I think they want to have FTR chase the Bucks, in a sense. So, I just think that's this more evident to me what they're going back to. I don't think they have a clue what to do with the Elite right now. I think it's another problem. Um... You know, the, the Stampede match kind of took the place of the Blood and Guts months later. Um, so who knows if Blood and Guts will be Stampede versus Inner Circle. I mean, it could be, 
you know, Blood and Guts, or not Stampede, uh, Elite versus uh, Inner Circle. Um, who knows? This that that Blood and Guts could be a total different thing when it happens. Whenever it happens, I mean, that um, arena in New Jersey was rebooked for July. It's now rebooked for February. So if they're dead set on doing it in the Presidential Center, you're not going to see that shit till February. And you literally have a governor in New Jersey who is the opening up slower than anybody in the country this side of Gretchen Whitmer. So if you think you're going to see fans in an arena in New Jersey in, in, in 2020, you're out of your mind. They, nothing, barely anything's open in New Jersey right now. I mean, Connecticut's moving faster, which is crazy. It's shocking. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, maybe you won't see blood and guts to then if they're dead set on doing it in New Jersey. Um, dude, it's just a lot of, again, it just it, it just seems like a lot of, up in the air, like they're trying. To me, I think you have to get a point, get to the point now where you can't, you can't start reacting to how things are reopening. I think they need to just get an idea of what they want to do, tell those stories, and decide to do them no matter what. Whether you have fans, you don't have fans, half a stadium, 25% of a stadium, a full stadium, doesn't matter. This is what we're doing. This is what we're going with. We're going to play it out. If we if we have the matches in Florida, if we have the matches in Texas, if we have them in Oklahoma, if we have them in California, if we have them in New York, if we have them in New Jersey, if we have them in wherever, we are going to go with our plan. I think this is they're just being too reactionary to everything that's going on. Like, well, let, let's wait and see. No, just plan it out. Do what you got to do. Uh, book this, you know, book these stories. Run. They, they've done great storytelling when they when they've stuck to stories. The storytelling has been really good. Yes. Right now, right now, I just don't see them sticking to anything, and I think that's why it's been it's very mishmash and bad. I think they're just still trying to try different things. No, no, no. And, do, do, but, that, but you're making you're making my point though. They yeah. don't don't just try yeah. different things. Don't just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. I fucking hate that. Decide what you want to do and roll with it. Even if you get a little bit of a negative reaction early on, stick with it. The only thing they're really doing that with is Britt Baker. Listen, if you don't want to do Tyson now because there's no fans in the stadium, Jericho could come out, cut a promo, and call Tyson like a scared bitch or something. You you know what I'm saying? Like just, Just to tease it. Oh, that bitch Tyson, he don't want none of Chris Jericho. He don't want none of Le Champion. And then you could move on and wrestle Orange Cassidy. Just doing that would be enough. But what they do is they ignore it. They go away from it. They ignore it. They're doing the same thing that WWE does. It drives me crazy. I hate it. Uh-huh. Stop with this shit. All these fucking companies are wrestling. Stop doing this. Build, build your story. Present your storyline. And just stick with the fucking thing. And you can't. We're, we are in a, we are in a situation right now where you don't know what's going to happen a month or two from now. So you can't just react. You can't be reactionary. Just be proactive. Just do it. Whether you have fans or not, just roll with it. Worry about your TV audience. You they've already done a lot of things that would have gotten humongous pops if fans were in the building because it was time to do it. Just stick with that. Why? Why go away from it? I don't understand, dude. No, neither do I. Neither do I. You know, and then, and then, uh, and then, and, get, uh, and get rid of the fucking ranking system and the records. Just get rid of them. I don't want to see them anymore because they mean nothing. 
If they mean nothing, get rid of them. And then after the Sammy G, after Orange Cassidy, Jericho, they announced two more matches for Fighter Fest. So it's official. We got Paige Omega versus Best Friends. And then we have Jericho versus Cassidy. Which we talked about. So that is your five matches for Fighter Fest thus far. That's how the show ended. Um, you know, I thought there were some pros, and we've mentioned some cons. A but few. I, 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 a few cons. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> sorry, Tony. I, I, you know, I, I, all in all. No, no not I, sorry, Tony. Tony, grab your dick and take over this operation. <laughs> I Maybe your dad all, can help you find it. I like, I like how they're, I like where they're going. I just, uh, I like where they're going. I just wish that they would be bringing a couple more wrestlers along the way. Um, um, I don't know how you push a couple of these wrestlers to the point where you push the are, news. Are, wait, wait. Are, are you talking guys that are there or? Yeah. Okay, okay. You're not I, I, them. All right. And I, meant, I thought you meant bringing more guys. I'm like, hold on, bro. We're, we just mentioned no, 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 50 no, 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 no. They're okay. clearly showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly showing that they got enough now. They just got to use what they have a little bit more wisely. And I yeah. just think that's where they are. You know what was funny, too? Going into the the, the first pay-per-view of the year, uh, what the fuck was the name of it? I don't remember now. Re- Revolution? Resolution? Revolution in February. Revolution. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So we're, our, our boy Edwards, Blading for Truth, shout out. Um, he did. He broke down the pre-show, or, or the, the go-home show. Yeah. And how they kind of went away. Like, they kind of wrapped some things yeah. up. They almost did, like, a two-week go-home show instead of a one-week go-home show. And if you didn't watch the previous week, you didn't get enough of things going in. And, and, and it just seems now that they've gone the opposite way. They might have been listening to Bleeding for Truth and they're like, oh, hey, we just got to stick to these four storylines and just yeah. show them all week, every week. Yeah, no, it sounds like they're just... I don't know, man, I... I just would I would love to know their philosophy and what they're doing and their method behind their madness. I wish we could learn a little bit more of their method because some of the things you're doing is some, just scratch your head. Some some and, and, and I happen to, I happen to be friends with a, a a prominent promoter on the East Coast there, uh in the northeast. Um and you know, I I mean, listen, when I wasn't bartending all weekend every weekend which I'm not now because bars are illegal in Connecticut apparently still because we have a dictator <laughs> named the governor uh, but anyway th- that rather here nor there um, I would love to go to wrestling shows on the weekend but I can't because those are illegal too uh, you know and, you know well, here's the thing they, they say you can have a thousand people outside now probably because protests are legal but here, my point is why don't some of these wrestling companies like local indies do some outside shows you know, get the guys working, get the fans back, and do them outside. But that's apparently not happening. Uh, anyway, I happen to be friends with with one promoter in particular. And back in the day, we used to go at literally every show. Was there all the time. And I still go to a lot of shows, but I'm not at every show just because uh, circumstances changed. And there would be things where I, I used to go with a big crew. We'd have like 20 of us. We literally used to give us our own section. Um, and anyway... 
there were some things that used to like he he and he knew it pissed us off and whatever else. So you know, I'd get the two a.m. fucking text message uh, the night after the show, and we talk about it, and then wouldn't hear much Sunday, and then Monday night he'd call me before Raw because I used to watch Raw religiously back then, and we you know we talk about things and this and that, and you know it wasn't me. Listen, I'm a fucking fan. I'm not trying to book shows. I'm just I'm just giving you my opinion on shit. And it, literally, when we have a conversation, I would say that. I was like, dude, I'm not trying to book your show. I'm not trying to tell you what you did was wrong. I'm just giving you my opinion and where we're at and what, like, what we're thinking. And then he would give me his side of it. And I'll be honest with you. When you hear the promoter give you that side of it, it, it it's very interesting because... Sometimes you're like, yeah, whatever, fuck you, like you're wrong. And then there's other times where you're like, you know what, he, you know, he's got, he's onto something here. You know what I mean? And I listen. I I think I think Khan is very, uh, he's out there. He's not. It's not like he hides. Um, I think he's very honest when he does talk. I just I don't know that you know there's a be all end all in AEW. It seems to me like there's a lot of Chiefs, and that's the way I take it. I just feel like there's a lot of Chiefs, and maybe that's why we see some of the things we see. Maybe, are you there? Did I bore you to sleep? What? I said that I bore you to sleep? No, no, I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, I was like, oh, I was, I was like, waiting for you to jump in there, and you didn't. So I was like, hey, did I put him to sleep? Hopefully, I didn't no. put the rest of the listeners to sleep. No, 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 no. Just, no, my, my only point, my only point being, it just no, seems like I'm just taking all in what you're saying because it, it does make. I, I, it's a lot. It's a lot it seems saying. like a lot of chiefs. I don't, I don't know that Tony Khan is just like the be all end all. Like I don't know that they have like it. Almost seems like it's a committee. Like you know, these guys run the tag division. This guy runs the women's division, and this guy runs this, and this guy runs that, and Tony Khan oversees it. But and, and listen, creative freedom is a great thing. Uh, I, I'm not a big believer in micromanaging, but I am a big believer in leadership too. So I mean, so it, it's kind of right. like a double-edged sword in a sense. No, it is, and I, I, I just like I said, I just but I knew their method behind their madness and, and understanding what they're trying. Obviously, we know what they're trying to do, but it's what, like, what, 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 what is their thought process? Again, maybe, maybe you sick, whatever. But what's your thought process of leaving Archer off? Yeah. TV well, here, here's the you thing. Know, here, here's what, what, what's your thought process of you, you of leaving Spears off TV again? You know, here, what, what, what's your thought process? Why? I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know that I need to know that. Here, here's the thing. I found for most weeks, and like and like we we've said many times on the show, for uh, for a number of weeks, you know, it was like that two hour that two hours like boom boom. It was yeah. entertaining. It flew by like a snap of a finger. Oh my god, we're at the main event again. And I'm not saying that it's not like that anymore. It just seems like the last couple of weeks, like just kind of. I don't. I don't know. Just a lot of the things that made the show so enjoyable, even during the lockdown, and we knew the show was taped, and they're at QT Marshall's gym, and you, you know what I'm saying. And just like they did yeah. so many good shows, and then as soon as they they put on live shows again, they hit the ground running, and you got the pyros back, and it's like beautiful. And now all of a sudden, it's like 
You know what I mean? Like, there was, like, yeah. some kind of halt, you know? It's just very... You know, I listen, if you're out there and you're watching AEW and you love everything they're doing, I'm not telling you not to love it. I'm not telling you not to watch it. Of course not. I, I, I advocate for you to watch it. Um, I advocate for everybody to watch it. I, I, I really do... Overall, I really do like the product. But... You know, especially for again new listeners on uh, Retromania, or even new listeners that that found us through Cool Truth uh, Podcast Productions. I I just I can't be that guy that's just gonna go through the show and be like, oh, this is really good, oh, that's great, and da 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 da. Right. Like when shit annoys me, like I, I'm gonna say it, and I think we've been very fair to AEW through this whole oh, process. Oh, no, absolutely, and. I just there's just a lot of signs that are very I, I don't know just not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know that like I'm just you know keep it simple, stupid. Uh, just very not good. <laughs> right. Right. I'm, I'm not a road scholar, obviously. Neither am I. No, I, and, I, and I think they're all fair points. I just I just don't know. I just don't. I just look at it now as I'm wondering if, again, everybody doesn't like that third hour of Raw. I get it. But I'm wondering if, in this case, for AEW, yeah, but they also that third hour, they need it. But they also have four other hours of TV throughout yeah. the week. You know, right. you know what I mean, and they, and and their pay per views are more frequent and and everything yeah. else. So I, I just think it's I just think it's very different. I think it's 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 tough to. Uh, it's a tough comparison. I don't know that it should be a comparison. Um, you know, I think the NXT AEW comparison is a little more fair. Um, yeah. You know, and, and on, on both sides, uh, in all honesty. Um, but I want to ask you this before we wrap up here. Uh, you know, one thing I forgot to mention, guys, uh, just throwing this out there. If you hear my air, if you hear like a buzzing in the background, it's my air conditioner. I, I totally apologize. But my condo is like fucking devil's, you know, hell warm. I am, not, I am not turning that shit off. I'm sorry. So the next few weeks or months, you're gonna hear that air conditioner. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. It's, it's gonna be there. I ain't turning that shit off. Sorry. It's, it's great in the winter because I barely got to turn the heat on. But in the summer, it's like, I, you know, I, I, I want to add an air conditioner. I need central air in this bitch. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, what I want to ask you is, um, I don't know. I know you have. You, you listen. You have more inside sources of Ring of Honor than I do, um, dude. What's going on? I I, I kind of feel like Ring of Honor needs to get get moving here. Um, you have some of their, you know, areas where they go to that are open. Um, you know where they could get you know three, four, five hundred fans in a stadium. Yeah. You just you just you, like why is it Ring of Honor like trying to get back in the game here? It's very strange to me. Um, it's very strange to me. Um, I was going to reach out to my buddy. He's right now uh, helping uh, helping a friend get reelected in his town of uh, Rochester, Massachusetts. So good luck with that. But uh, no, I plan on I plan on reaching out. Did it, did, it, did they all did they have a new Did they all have a New England accent there or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so, no, I plan on reaching out to see what's going on. I haven't heard anything either. Yeah. I've been watching that like a hawk. Um, I know they like to do a lot of stuff in Baltimore. 
Uh, but Maryland's still still not a. Uh, as far as I know, I could be wrong, but Maryland. Is Maryland singing the blues? Is that what you're telling me? Are they singing the blues in Maryland? Come, come on, dude. They, you know, go, go, so. Dude, isn't is it like Tennessee open? Like they go to Nashville. Um, they, they can't find a fucking arena in Oklahoma, Texas, Touché. Florida. Touché. Yeah, you know, man, you know, I'm sure they could. But in this case, they'd like to keep it. Safe. You know, you know what, you know what I thought. You, you know what I thought about it too is they uh, because of the connection with CMLL and some of the, the the talent they brought on. I'm wondering if a lot of their roster is stuck in Mexico. I mean, Roosh has got to be still stuck in Mexico. Well, I, 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 I mean, I don't. Champion. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Like, but it's well, not just him. I'm assuming. And then you got Dragon Lee, your TV champion. You know, he's probably still... Bandino. Shooting. You know, uh, Bandino they use a lot. Yeah, yeah so I mean, it's possible. I, I wonder, I just, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if they have some people stuck in Canada, some people stuck in Mexico. I mean, I think people are getting out of Canada. I don't, I don't know. It just, it's just weird that we haven't gotten, like, anything no, from there's that. not, the, the, the Like, really, really the, the only... Because the, Tessa can't get out, can't get over the border. The, the only, the only, um, Tessa can't go over the border from where? From the states to Canada. Oh, for for impact. Yeah. Are they are they only are they only? But isn't is it moose there? (coughs) Moose must be moose must be staying there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he got in there and quarantined and did what he had to do. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Any um. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird that we haven't. Really, the only press release we've heard from them was the the flip signing. Yeah. And and, you know, to me. Part of it when I when I heard about the flip side, which I I had thought that happened a long time ago, so I was misinformed by that. To be honest with you, because yeah. the, the last time I saw him, I was under the impression that he was all in on Ring of Honor. To be honest with you, so maybe, maybe you know, maybe they're just working out the details, whatever, right. whatever. I don't, awesome. I don't, I don't know. But the last time the. It, not even saying the last time I talked to Flip, the last time I physically saw him, um, I got the idea that you know he was, and and which was which was different because of six eight months prior to that, um, I just just through conversation, I never asked the the I never asked the question. I just got the perception that he was jonesing to get to AEW. That's I, the perception that I thought too. Yeah, um, and that you know, and listen, and that was out there, and that personally, I got that perception from him, and I got, and this is a while back, um, we had dinner, and uh, I knew that he was not about signing with NXT for various reasons, which he didn't give me, he didn't give me permission to say, so I will not say. Um, it just is what it is. Uh, but I, there was reasons why, and they make a lot of sense, um, at the time. And this was a few years ago. So this, before AEW was even a thing. Um, so it didn't shock me when he signed with Ring of Honor the first time. Um, and then had some runs in New Japan and everything else. What did surprise me was the one, kind of like the 180, where, oh yeah, I'm, you know, from when I talked to him, a few months prior, it sounded like AEW or bust, and then it's you know sounds like he's all in on Ring of Honor, and I, I that so I just assumed that it was a done deal. Apparently, it wasn't. 
So to me, you make an announcement. Oh, Flip Gordon, we signed up, boom, boom, boom. Okay, he's there. Okay, beautiful. No follow-up. There was no, uh, we're going to do a show on July 4th. You know know what I'm saying? Like, weird. It's just very weird. And listen, I I give Ring of Honor credit. First of all, they they suspended the charges on Honor Club, which New Japan World did not do, uh, as we talked about earlier. Also, they paid all their talent through all this. So yes. I, I would have just assumed they would want to get back to it. Um, maybe monetarily it doesn't make sense for them because they own they own it, own the network. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe it just doesn't make sense for them yet. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe they they maybe they've decided unless we could put X amount of butts in the seats, it doesn't make sense for us. I'm, I'm just I, dude. They're they're going to put twenty thousand in an arena for Trump. Uh, uh, you know, fucking three days from now. It, you know, uh, Ring of Honor can't go to Oklahoma and put a thousand people in a stadium. They're not going to say no. You know, maybe they're just looking. Maybe the area they're trying to hit. Maybe it's not completely Dude, open. Maybe yet. maybe you should hit up Jeff Lowe and have a fucking Ring of Honor on the new oh. uh, Tiger King Park. Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> You know, dude, you gotta think, I, you gotta dude, I gotta tell you, bro, bro, I gotta tell you this fucking. I follow this Tiger King Park on Instagram. It's Jeff Lowe and his wife, the new park. So Carol Baskin took over Joe Exotic's old park and land, right? Yeah. I don't know if you know this story. Uh, yep. You guys out there? So if you watch Tiger King, the whole thing. So Carol Baskin sued Joe Exotic. She won the case. It, even through him getting incarcerated, she's been fighting for the million dollars or whatever she won. So, in turn, now the judge ordered that that land that was Joe Exotic's, that Jeff Lowe was running, that Tiger Park, is now hers. But he was already building a new, extravagant, amazing... And if you watch on Instagram, it's fucking beautiful. I actually even almost want to go there. Uh, which is crazy. Because it, on the show, you would think Jeff Lowe's the biggest scumbag. But I'm looking at this, I'm like, ah, you know, I know he's wearing, like, Harley jackets and affliction shirts and fucking... Oakley hats, but I mean, he might not be a bad guy. I mean, he hangs around with hot chicks, so I mean, I kind of want my alley. I'm with yeah, him. right. Any- <laughs> anyway, so he he's like Carol Baskin, take the fucking park. I got, I'm open my new park or whatever else. You know what I mean? That's I mean, fucking tigers in the background and everything. You know, I mean, fucking crazy hot Bro. hot chick ring cart girls. You know, could it could you? We could be onto something here. Hey man, I don't know how he forged it, but. It's crazy. Dude dude doesn't look like he's smart, but he knows what he's doing. That's for damn sure. You know. Yeah. That's one fucking weird show, though, man. Oh, my God. I don't know. Did you watch all of them? The uh, Tiger King? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. It was twisted, dude. I mean, like, come on. It's a, obviously. Listen, I would not have gotten through the first week of COVID lockdown without the fucking Tiger King. I literally, bro, bro, bro. And I've said, I've said this many times. I was sitting on the couch and I pull up Netflix and they're like, you know, you know, they do the top 10 ranking now. Yeah, yeah. So I always, I always look at that. And it, there's been nothing but bullshit on there lately too, by the way. Uh, it, I gotta watch the Epstein thing, but I don't know. I feel like it's just gonna Woo, all, all this stuff going right, you off. right, and that's why I haven't yet. But let's not go there. Anyway, I see this Tiger thing, King, 
So I watch like the preview, and it's like, oh, well, listen, there's more tigers in captivity in the United States than are in the uh, African safari. And I'm like, wait, what? What? I need to watch this. What is going on? I thought it was going to be like another black fish, like the the, the Sea World one yeah. with with the yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with the uh, with the whale with the whales, um, yeah. which literally broke my heart. I will never go to Sea World again after watching that. By the way, um, anyway, um, I'm watching this. T- I, I got to watch this thing. So I'm like hemming and hawing around the first episode, and then it really like caught me. So I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. I no no lie. I went back to the beginning of the first episode and started it over again. Watched the entire fucking thing that night. Oh, my God. Watched the entire thing that night. It literally, bro, it, fucking Blading for Truth. I was talking about, and, and it, it, listen, uh, Diamond Dave Rosenbluth, shout out Diamond Dave. He was fucking in there with me. I, I had my mom and daughter watch. Bro. I should get I should get a fucking uh, a check from Netflix. I had all my guys in my fantasy football league. I'm like, Tiger King, Tiger King, da, da, da. dude, insane. And then he had the and the best part about it is not even the show because it's a fucking shit show. Like, dude, right. who wants to watch a gay cowboy with sparkly shirts and guns like fuck two nineteen year old crackheads? Like, I, I, I mean, it doesn't really appeal to me. But I mean, whatever floats your boat. I mean, I'm not judging. It just, it is what it is. Uh, right. You know, with a fucking mullet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, dude, dude, the greatest part about it was, dude, the internet's undefeated. The memes, the you jokes. Mean, yeah. Dude, it, dude, everybody I had watching, I'm sending them memes, they're sending me memes, they're sending memes. Dude, it, dude, that fucking, that got you through two, three weeks. That's and I was late to the party, and that's why. And, and, well, here's it was here because of the fucking means. I didn't. Understand I, listen, them. I would rather go back to there than where we are right now. I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm not going. I don't want to go down that road. But all I'm saying is, I'd rather go back there than where we are right now. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> Touche. But let's ru- let's wrap here. Uh, AEW Dynamite. White House, my brother. Thank you, as always. Thank you, as always. Crush it tonight. Thank, thank you, all you listeners. Um, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. Uh, cool Truth Podcast Productions. Um, I thought, uh, you know, a fun two hours. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, got your mind off all the BS. Uh, you know, I, sorry for the negativity, but, you know, it's... it's right. Listen. It's just, what it is. Cool Truth. We keep it real. We keep it real. Exactly. So we'll be back next week with uh, the Dynamite Review. Um, maybe sooner if New Japan comes up with something really awesome. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do something with it. No promises. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. And, uh, you know, Bleeding for Truth, Jeff Edwards, and, and uh, White House here are working on their... Uh, yes. You know, their um, Four Horsemen show. And I'm the uh, narrator and EVP. EVP, is that what it is? Executive yep, Vice sure. President? No, EP. Executive EP. Producer. Executive That's Producer fun. of that show. Um, and we are going to knock that show out of the park. That is going that to is be one of the great wrestling podcasts you have ever listened to. And the one thing I know is, and I'm just going to throw it out there, not to put any pressure on anybody... But I know my boy White House right now is he's he's ready to go. He's doing his homework. He's prepared. Yes. It, yes. It, you know, Hollywood, 
Blading for truth. You got to step up to the plate, bro. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Not not that it's going to be an... Listen, not that it's... Not that it's going to be an argument. <coughs> I, just, I just think you got to match each other's energy. That's where I'm at. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm all energized for this one. Because I have... Because if this works out as well as it, I believe it could, I, I the next... The, if there were to be a part two on, on, on somebody, I already got the next guy in line. Oh, he's already he's ready to go already. Listen, we get we gotta Next get we gotta get line. listen, we got listen. Hold hold that thought. Hold that thought. We need to keep Blading for Truth focused on one mission right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Alright guys, once again, Cool Truth, I'm AC for White House Retromania, Cool Truth. Good night, everybody. Nighty night. Nighty night. Yeah. Fucking thunderstorms are coming in. Oh, a lovely night. Restless forever.